0: happening this week on your favorite soap opera? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. And it's hard to believe it, but it's August 10th. And that means that summer, if you can believe it, is just about over. Now, I happen to like summer... But I know that for a lot of you out there who are dealing with the stifling heat and the incredible drought conditions, you may be ready for summer to be over. So if you want some proof that fall is on the way, you need look no further than the world of professional sports where earlier this week, the first preseason football games of the NFL season were played. Now, I'm sure you are worried that maybe you tuned into Sports Center instead of uh, Soap Central Live, but follow me here. There is sort of a, a progression into my thought process. If you are a football fan, you'll know that there's never a good time for your favorite team to fumble the ball. And that pretty much holds true in our everyday lives, I think. Whether it's a job promotion or a relationship, you never want to drop the ball. And as luck would have it, there's a web series that brilliantly displays that getting through the day-to-day struggle is not only a tough thing to do, but it can also be absolutely Hilarious! The web series I'm talking about is called Fumbling Through the Pieces, and it kicked off its second season on August 15th. So today on Soap Central Live, we're hosting the official kickoff party for that second season, and the Fumbling Through the Pieces entourage will be here chatting with us for the entire hour. If you'd like to join the party or maybe you want to bring some party snacks, you can give us a call toll-free on our hotline. It's the same number every week. You can also take part in the show by following us on Twitter and sending messages there. If you want our screen name, it's Soap Central Live. I'll be poking around on there and seeing what you guys are saying. And if need be, I'll read some of your tweets on the air. So what do you say we get ready and start off the party? Because our first guest this week is a friend to the show. She's been here a couple of times before, but this marks her first visit since One Life to Live aired its final episode back in January. She's an Emmy-winning actress and a finalist in our $250 Soap Pyramid, which I'm absolutely sure is right there at the top of her resume. Let's welcome her back to the show. Hillary B. Smith, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Hey, Hillary, how are you? Hello? Hi, Hillary. It's Dan. How are you?
2: Hi, Dan. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm so glad that you're able to be back with us here, and we're talking about fumbling through the pieces and sort of catching up with you. It's always great to talk to you, so thanks for coming back.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Okay, so I know that there are a whole lot of things. I know there are people on the lines, and they want to call in. We're going to try to smoosh in as much here as possible. Uh, I guess the first question I saw from a lot of people is they want to know, what do you think Nora is up to right now?
2: Oh hopefully having a peaceful life <laughs> <laughs> away from all of the craziness at Landview. She and Bo are probably, you know, just kind of hanging out and fishing and enjoying their grandchild, and I think that's what she's doing.
1: Well, it's a good thing that you mentioned the grandchild, because I have to tell you, I caught up with Eddie Alderson at the Daytime Emmys and was asking him what he thought Matthew was up to now, and he completely forgot to mention his child, so I'm guessing he's <laughs> it off on his grandparents and has you guys looking after it.
2: Yeah, well, you know, I have to tell you, uh, it did happen so quick, and then we were done, and, you know, we filmed the scene, and then that was our last scene, and, and uh, I looked at Wood, you know, Woodsy looked at me and said, I love you, Red, and I I love you, Bo Buchanan, and that was it, and then we just kind of, kind of hugged each other and forgot we had a grandchild. So I'm not sort of surprised.
1: <laughs> well, you know, there's there's always a whole lot of stuff going on on soaps, and then, you know, for yeah. a lot of people who are Die Hard, One Life to Live fans, they and even for me, so we know we have actor biographies on SoapCentral.com. I had to move you over from One Life to Live to The Bold and the Beautiful, and it was sort of. It, it felt strange for me to do that. What was it like going to work on another soap so quickly after, after One Life to Live wrapped up?
2: Um, well, you know what? It was like a palate cleanser. I had been doing Nora for so long, and I was I was kind of ready to move on. Um, you know, I, I was excited about going online, and and when that didn't happen, I, I have to tell you, it, it was just so disappointing, and I just kind of. I, I just it, it it kind of put such a bad taste in my mouth. I was ready to, you know, I didn't want people mucking around with it anymore. We 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 loved what we did. We loved our characters and, you know, we had come up with some endings and 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 then we had to change them all because we're going online and and I just felt so badly for, you know, Ron Carlovati and Frank Valentini having to change everything back again. It just was sort of sad that it went that way. So I was really, at that point, I was like, let them be. Let everyone remember Landview the way it was. And let's move on. So when I got the call from Brad Bell, I was very excited because I'd never done a Bell production. I have great respect for him. And I got to work with some of my old, you know, cronies like Scott Clifton and John McCook, who I knew from years ago, and Susan Flannery, who I worked with on Venice. And it was really, really fun. And I got to, you know, meet Kelly, Captain Kelly Lang and hang out with her and... And, uh, you know, it just, Kim Matula, who I love, it just was really, really fun and different. I, I don't think that, um, you know, Stacey was going to rock the world over there, but I think she served a purpose. And um, I hope she goes back. It would be fun.
1: I think there's a, a lot of people who certainly will want to see you back on the Bold and Beautiful. But since One Life to Live didn't move to the web, you're still there as part of the ensemble of Fumbling Through the Pieces. So let's talk a little bit about that and what, uh, you know, let's get folks caught up first. For folks who maybe hadn't caught the first season, let's do a a quick, (laughs) as possible as it is, a quick catch-up to let them know what have they missed and why do they need to uh, check out season two?
2: Okay. Well, season one was really just a a setup. It was, um, uh, it's a story about people and their lives and how they've all kind of just, fumbled and stumbled through to find the happiness that, that uh, is theirs. And it doesn't necessarily look like anyone else's happiness, but it's, it's theirs. And it's sort of just this sort of crazy house where everyone keeps sort of showing up, and it gets crazier and crazier. Um, uh, I play Ellie, who is a, um, well, she used to be in the corporate world, and then she had a nervous breakdown and her husband left her. And she went to her passion calling, which was uh, being a psychic, And she married Vince, who has his own garage. And they have this really deep, very special um, relationship that's just, you know, it's very physical and very, um, it's magnetic. And her sister, Ellie's sister, Jessie, she leaves a husband who was uh, abusive, uh, verbally abusive, and finally just makes this escape and comes to Ellie's house and uh, you meet uh, Ellie's best friend, Barb, who is a psychic with a, a sex addiction problem and, oh, an alcohol addiction problem, too, and um, kind of a lot of addiction problems, but really funny and fun. And then the next-door neighbor, Diane Delano, the fabulous Diane Delano, uh, who uh, runs a, a porn uh, film factory out of her garage next door. But they all migrate towards Ellie because... She just loves them and accepts them for who they are and they all just sort of show up and they all put up with each other because of Ellie. And Jesse. So it's very, it's very, so at the end of season one, uh, they've been trying to find Jesse's husband to serve him divorce papers and there's a knock on the door and a woman shows up and it turns out she's Jesse's husband's wife. The other wife. Ooh. And that's sort of like da 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 And that's how so we pick up with season two, you know, uh how it picks up. You know, kind of with some situations resolved and some not resolved. And then of course everyone's worried about Jesse because of this sort of turn of events. And my mother shows up and uh and uh then Vince's brother shows up and uh we just have it we have a lot of people showing up that are really really fun. Season 2 was just so much fun. You know, my mother's played by Michelle Lee. Mm-hmm. And um, and then my high school best friend, ex-best friend Bobby Eeks is there and Christian Leblanc comes on and plays Vince's brother and it's just it's it's really kind of we just the canvas kind of opened up and we had a blast.
1: Well, as you mentioned, there are some exciting new folks who are joining the second season, and I know that, particularly from a soap fan angle, it's a great way for soap fans to catch up with some of the actors that maybe they, they still see on soaps, or maybe they don't see on soaps, and uh, get to see them in an entirely new light, which, like you said, is sort of a, a palate cleanser.
2: Yes. Yes, we because have- we've been playing characters for so long, I think people so identify us with their character that they, they don't... They, I, I, you know, I, I've done a lot of stuff, people have watched a lot of stuff, but it was really fun. I think for Bobby Eakes to come on and play something different, and and Christian LeBlanc to come on and play something different, which was really fun. It was just we had such a good time. It was just really truly a big old love fest. Julie Smith put together such a great team, and uh, Lena was uh, directing this year, and her husband David was uh, boyfriend David was producing. It was really such a great team. Uh, we had you know. The sort of the full compliment, and everyone just really hunkered down and worked really hard. I, I had a a personal uh, tragedy that I had to get out of um, filming early, and I, I've never seen such a crew work so hard to get me out so I could get back home, and it was just, I, I just have such great respect and admiration for everybody, because it really was, everyone just pulled themselves up by the bootstraps and did, and at the same time, there was so much love and respect, Around the set, and we all had fun, and I think you're going to see that in the product.
1: Well, I can't wait for the second season to kick off on August 15th. Let's, uh, in the meantime, let's go and we'll take a quick call because there are some folks who want to come into the show and talk with us. We have a call from Maryland, I believe. We have Cindy waiting. Cindy, welcome to Soap Central Live. <laughs> Hello, hey, Cindy. How are you?
3: I'm fine, but I'm from Indiana. <laughs>
1: okay, well, we're going by sorry, about
2: that. Welcome to, uh, from Indiana. How are you? Fine. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. How's mom? Oh, she's doing fine. We're looking forward to seeing you in October. Oh uh, yes, I'll be there. We're going to be at both. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Well, uh, for those bars, the people they're... who don't know, we're doing a Loving Landview tour, and it's a lot of the uh, land- six of the Landview folks are going to be doing a uh, three city tour. So I, I look forward to seeing you then, Cindy. Yes, we, we'll fun. both be there. Good. So Cindy, oh, excellent.
1: A, do you have a question that you'd like to ask Hillary while you have her undivided attention?
4: <laughs>
3: uh, mm. <laughs> do you know, the the know if you're going to go,
2: be going back to Bold and Beautiful? I don't know. They have not uh, They have not needed my uh, my sex therapist expertise. Uh well, you know, looking, really looking forward to fumbling, because right now, that's, uh, besides SoapNet doing the classic One Life to Live, that and uh, fumbling now, that's the only way we get to see you. Oh, you're so sweet now, and as a matter of fact, I have a new project, but I'm on the other side of the camera, so I, you won't even see me there either.
1: Oh, well, we're definitely going to have to talk about that. First of all, Cindy, thank you for your call. Uh, there's another project. Is this something that you're ready to talk about, or is it still maybe hush-hush, top secret? No, so,
2: no, so just- I'm actually producing The Grove with Crystal Chappelle.
1: That sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun, because I've, I've seen that Crystal's been promoting it, so hopefully when that maybe comes closer to, to hitting the airwaves, you guys can come back, and we can talk about that and, and get Love people to. to tune in.
2: Love to, uh, but, yeah, let's, stay, let's stick with fumbling for now.
1: Absolutely. And well, what I when you're talking about other folks that you've worked with, there is a, I guess it was a 1991 project, where you got to work with one of your co-stars in Fumbling Through the Pieces, and also Robert Goulet. Let's... Uh, Who might that
2: have been? Oh, Diane Delano. Yes, but, and I also worked with Michelle Lee before in 1995. I believe she came on as Gene Wilder's ex-wife and I was his new wife. So we've, we've played different incarnations as well. Yes, Diane Delano, uh, and I did acting sheriff together with, um, and she played a cop and I was the district attorney. And we had a blast. It was so much fun. And we, when we found out that we were involved in this project together, it was, uh, it was kismet.
1: Well, well, speaking of kismet, what do you say we bring in Diane Delano to talk to us? Diane, welcome to Subcentral Live.
5: Hey, hi, everybody. Hi, Hillary. Hi, Sugar Lips. How are you? I'm fine, Kitty Cat. Just living the dream. Oh, and you are my dream. <laughs> You're so <laughs> kind.
1: So, do you, did everyone have little uh, sweet names for each other, like Sugar Lips and Kitty Cat? Uh,
5: I think so. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of the cast and crew were poodle pants to me. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: You know, it was just one of those shoots where we just... Uh, I was, and I was just saying, it, we just had so much fun. We just laughed.
5: Oh, it was a blast. Yeah, it, it was, was really, really, really fun, and all we did was laugh. Yeah, it was. It you know, Julie allowed us to bring sort of our own personalities to the characters, and gave us you know plenty of room to to ad lib and add a few little um, you know our our own little idiosyncrasies to the characters, and boy, did that take off.
2: Yeah, uh, Well, I'm,
5: you took off. Yeah,
2: but, well, that's true. <laughs> but
5: but I, I'm, I'm an actress on steroids, so... <laughs> Big Sky Montana acting. Big Sky... I'm, I'm Ethel Berman on steroids. Um, it was a blast. Yeah. It's great, and this season's going to be delicious. Well, Diane,
1: the question I have for you is... My gosh, everything that I've, I've seen, you are so, so funny. Do you ever feel any pressure that you always have to be on and can't perhaps be more serious?
5: Um no <laughs> was that too short of an answer you know um, I think my personality kind of bleeds through everything I do I'm not really like a Meryl Streep I'm kind of me doing other people <laughs> so um, it's never I never feel pressured funny just kind of happens
1: uh, it's
5: probably <laughs> and it happens so a lot it's kind <laughs> of a stream of consciousness I don't know I just get in the moment and um, sort of just unwind and, and let it... Uh, I just blow it out, <laughs> so to speak. I don't uh, think I could ever play like an invalid.
2: Yes, you could, but, you, you know, everyone would be in hysterics. <laughs> I, would do, I would make funny with my eyes. A stroke victim. We should make you have a stroke, and then, then we'll see. <laughs>
1: You mentioned, you know, uh, making funnies with your eyes. As Hillary said, something that folks who watch Soaps know is there's an awful lot of, of facial moments and, and eyes and things like that. And folks may know that, Diane, you were briefly on Days of Our Lives. I, this is at least what the Internet says, playing an FBI agent named Hilda. Is this uh-huh. right?
5: <laughs> yeah, and then 16 years ago, I played a character named Olga on Days of Our Lives. So they reincarnated reincarn- Olga, made her Hilda, and uh, yeah, I was an FBI agent, and I was, I was pretty much <laughs> the character of Shara, um, <laughs> uh, but, but in FBI mode, whatever that means. <laughs> well,
1: I've, uh, I've been told that we have another caller who would like to weigh in on the discussion. We have a call from Robin. Robin, welcome to Subcentral Live.
4: Hi. I, I, I'm Robin Strasser, and I'm calling to say Robin. hi to Hillary.
6: Hi, Robin. How are
4: you? <laughs> hi, Hillary. I wish oh I was so well organized that we could have had a surprise, and I could have done funny voices. <laughs> and they once did that to me, and it was Nathan Fillion a, oh. a couple of years ago. And you and I are both very fond of Nathan, because, uh, well, we, you know, we, we have are, eyes, right? We have yeah. feelings. We're, yeah. we're women. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to re- ask you if you remember that w- we once had a, uh, a scenes where we were trapped in an elevator, and we were voted uh, hottest couple.
2: Yes, oh. as a matter of fact, that was the last time I was ever voted ho- hottest couple, and I think that... Um, <laughs> shortly thereafter and i don't i didn't understand that uh, oh, you, know, well, my you got goodness. it, you got it girl we got it we we should have been flaunting it you mean <laughs> well
4: any time that that i uh came in a little ahead of robert s woods it, you two you two are like favorite all-time couples high ranking in the 50 whatever i i I'm so sick, I, I'm i like, a, a, you know, pathetically, it's got to be about me. Did I make the top 50, and I can't see where <laughs> I'm on it. I think Bobby
2: but, Woods would have been very, very happy if to j- have you join our couple, that's for sure. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> Bobby has imagination, you know.
2: <laughs> and, and a mad brush on you, so there you go.
4: <laughs> and I on him, and on you. So I just wanted to call and say all the best with your new project and you're just an awesome person. Anybody who's worked with you is just so lucky. And I second that. Oh, your yeah. check is in
2: the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you so bye much bye for this. bye sweetheart. Keep Thanks rocking well, and rolling. Take
0: care. Okay, bye-bye.
2: Bye. You
0: never
1: know oh. who's listening and who's going to call in, and I will let everyone know that was not planned by me. That was a legitimate surprise to everyone here.
5: God, oh. Taylor, Hillary, you are so popular. <laughs> I love you, too. I want to be your best friend. You are my best friend. Now <laughs> stop it.
1: Oh, well, I know that uh, I'm looking at the clock, and I know that, Hillary, we only have you for a couple more moments here. So uh, I want to give you the opportunity before we have to let you go to give a message to your fans out there who are listening.
2: Um, I wanted just to say that this is, a, you know, I think Michelle Lee put it best. She came on this project um, for Season 2 because she watched Season 1, and she said, this is the most unbelievably talented group of people I have seen in a long time, and I second that. I, I have, this is a group of people who have somehow slipped under the radar, and I'm thrilled that they did because they're all in my my little world at fumbling for the pieces, and um, I love you all, and I'm so thrilled that I got to work with all of you, and I can't wait for season three, and um, you know people like Diane, and uh, they, they're just. They're, they're, they're rare, and they're gems. And oh. um, that's the way I feel about each and every person. Tara, Chuckle Joyce, who plays Barb, all, everyone, Vince, everyone, my little Jesse. Absolutely.
1: Well, Hillary, I want to thank you so much for dropping by, and you know that the door is always open for you to come back and chat with us. We love talking to you, and certainly the fans do as well.
2: Oh, thank you so much. I love you, Diane. I I love you, Diane, so much. And um, everyone tune in. Watch Fumbling for the Pieces Season 2. I do not think you'll be disappointed. As a matter of fact, it's a really fun ride. Oh, absolutely. All
5: right, bye, guys. Bye.
1: Well, Diane, I've got you alone to myself now.
5: What are you wearing?
1: (laughs) Do you really want to know? Yeah. Fur. Not really i 'll be right I over <laughs> I mentioned fur because that seems to be uh, in some of the episodes that comes up an awful lot with some of the uh, some of the the characters and some of the acting roles that uh, that come up and it 's dirty, not necessarily
5: no fur. it 's meant to be um, highly sexual uh, now i don 't know where fur comes in personally, my imagination's pretty wild though, so I can think of a few scenarios. <laughs> but i won 't talk about them,
1: <laughs> so uh, most people when they have a garage, they maybe park their car in there or they hoard they you know have boxes and stacks of old newspapers or things. Your character doesn 't really use her garage for that
5: no uh she 's um incredibly gifted in the in the um shooting of porn. <laughs>
1: Do you think you need to be gifted? I mean, is there an eye involved in this, or do you think anybody with a camera can just sort of point and uh, click, so to speak?
5: Well, um, uh, y- y- you've got to have 20-20 vision, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, uh, close-ups m- might be a little scary. Um, <laughs> but I-, I do try to uh, f- um, hire people th- that have some know-how with the camera. I'm just there as a director and a- as a coach. <laughs>
1: I guess when you say cut, you've got to cut. You do. So, (laughs) mentioning cut, there's also something else that sort of pops up over and over. There's uh, references to your character being killed off in horror films. And if, again, if the internet is to be believed, in real life, you're going to be working on a horror film.
5: I am, but I'm not going to get killed in this one because the director wants me for the sequels, which would be fabulous. Um, it's so funny when I when the first season of of, of Fumbling, uh, Julie had written that Shara's, Shara's character uh, was killed sixteen times in all these B movies, and I think that year I think I did five projects and I was killed in everything. Um, so it's it's sort of based on on my real life and and the real acting in my real world, uh, and uh, it sort of transferred over to Shara. But, um, no, this this next movie, we're going to shoot it in Mississippi in October, and it's a horror, scary movie. It's um, the same writer-director that wrote Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2, and he also wrote and directed Powder, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, He's a wonderful director, and uh, I look forward to it. Ray Wise is doing it, and Adrian Barbeau, and myself, and they're going to have a lot of uh like young young actors, kids, teens um, but it's really good and and scary. Not not bloody gory hideous like Saw or Hostel one of those, but it's like a creature. It's a creature movie and it's it's really good.
1: Ooh, see that? Yeah, that is I'm getting, sure that's going to be a lot of fun.
5: Yeah, uh, and of course I'm a cop again. So, but that's okay. I'm a really cool sheriff <laughs> in this this small town. They can they they people seem to like me in uniform.
1: <laughs> that ties in well with <laughs> with that whole garage. I, I know,
5: know it works well for me in my home life, but um <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh oh gosh, I'm going to try to segue from from that <laughs> yeah. uh dealing and covering soaps for now for more than seventeen years, one of the things I've noticed is a lot of people still have a negative opinion of what soaps are, and I've noticed that some of that applies now to, maybe not as much to web series and some people don't know quite what they're about or why they're there, or they think that, you know, it's just somebody sitting in front of YouTube, but it's not the case with Fumbling Through the Pieces. So I wanted to find out from you, did you have any preconceived ideas about what web series were
5: before you joined the cast? Uh, no, you know why? Because I'm the only one on the planet that doesn't have a computer. Really? I don't have an iPhone. I have a flip phone, and it's new. My friends <laughs> laugh at me. I would rather be on my motorcycle then in front of an, uh, listen, I, I love, the internet is great and, and computer's fantastic. I'm just, I think I'm allergic to anything with a keyboard. <laughs> I know mm. it sounds weird, but um, I, I didn't really know much about anything before. I know that Julie and I have been friends for many, many years and she had told me many years back, she goes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write something and, and I'm gonna write a great part for you. And she did. I didn't know you know, where it would end up. I'm so glad it's a web series. Um, Look, I like all that stuff. I like television. I like soaps. Um, I have, you know, I have been around computers. I just don't personally, I don't get on it and check everything and everybody out. I'm kind of on a need-to-know basis. (laughs) I know, I'm weird. And I also drive a buckboard and I wash my clothes down by the creek.
1: I like that you say crick. I can say <laughs> it, too. Oh, gosh. No, because the, what's a crick? It's a creek. It's a, creek. It's, a crick. it's the same thing. Um, um,
5: yeah, I'm, I'm just... Technology-wise, I'm not so great. I mean, my, my, my VCR still flashes 12. Oh, gosh. You just have kidding. I do, have a, I do have a CD player, and I have a DVD player, uh, <laughs> and, a, and a flip phone, but I have a honk and motorcycle, and I love that.
1: Well, hey, you know, it's all about where you you find your happiness absolutely and you know what at
5: some point i I always tell my friends listen i'm I'm gearing up to get one of those magic boxes that's what i call it the magic box computers because i know they're fantastic i just for me i I don't have this overwhelming desire to get on it because i know so many people that don't get off it you know they're like they're always they're always um plugged in
1: there's so many things in there. Uh, uh, yes, the magic box, the the plugged in, the getting off of the... Ma- yeah, Gosh. Uh, so you know what we're going to do to segue out of this before we... Yeah, really quickly, because everyone's
5: going to think I'm a nerd.
1: Before we move into yeah, the nerd, until we uh, overlap into the sex hour, which comes up after this show, let's bring on one of your co-stars, Dale Rowell, who is joining the cast, and we're going to find out about her character. Dale, welcome to Soap Central Live.
3: Thank you very much. Is Diane talking dirty again?
5: Uh, well, uh, that's only because I knew you were listening on the other end, darling. How are you, Dale? I'm well. It's nice to talk to you both. How's it going? Still, still above ground. Um, just another shitty day in paradise out here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> l well, a
1: we have magic boxes and dirty garages for and, and, and day plugging
3: on. in, and yeah, well, you know diane she's she's wacky, but she's wonderful. Well,
5: if I weren't so drunk, I'd be much more
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an excuse. I'm not drunk, so I don't know what to make of that, but... well, it is
3: Friday, it's time
1: that, yeah, that it's is... five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> it's after 5 o'clock here in the East. So, Dale, let's talk about... I've only gotten a little bit of information about your character, other than apparently it's a crazed evil attorney, which sounds like a whole lot of fun in and well, of itself. Well,
3: yes, we'd like to keep it a little bit of a secret because it'll okay. be way more fun that way. But, yes, I play an attorney, and... um she comes, uh, in to pester someone, and at first we think, oh, she's a lovely, respectable, professional woman, but she turns out, as you say, to kind of be an evil, wacky, nut job, and that's of course why I was attracted to the part. And <laughs> I had a wonderful time working on the show because um, usually, you know, other than True Blood, which, of course, I've had a wild run on, I um, I play a lot of nice neighbors and secretaries and teachers and judges. So anytime I get to play someone who's kind of outside the box and especially evil, then I love to jump on that.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, what is it with plugging in and jumping on things? This has
5: become, <laughs> there's this just become, in the water out here.
1: I, yeah. it, well, it, it's got to be. So in order to bring this wonderful group of women so far together but it's certainly there's a little tinge of of some craziness involved let's bring in the woman who's responsible for it let's bring in julie a smith julie welcome to soap central live
6: well hello there
5: (laughs) hi julie Julie. (laughs) hi ladies
3: this is all your fault oh good
5: (laughs) this is our queen you're speaking to
6: julie's the queen Oh, oh, okay, Diane. I'm going to remember to say that one next time we
5: go out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Julie...
6: Dan, I'm so lucky to work with these group of ladies. They're just and as well. They're just such amazing actors, and you know, you just kind of pinch yourself sometimes. Go, wow, this is really awesome.
3: I actually, this is Dale. I actually remember okay. uh Hillary Bailey Smith from from a while ago. My husband is a lighting designer on young and the restless but a hundred years ago i shouldn't say that hillary will hate me for saying that But (laughs) i think if i remember correctly he reminded me that he lit a pilot that she did and i remember going to the taping and thinking oh my gosh who is this wonderful actress and then of course it turns out to be hillary who of course as we all know is a wonderful actress and so it's just a it's a very small world (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I want to uh, I want to make sure that there's some things that we get to talk about because, as everybody knows, uh, Michelle Lee is also joining the series, and she's not able to be with us here live. But she and I talked earlier in the week, and we have a small portion of that conversation coming up that was pre-recorded that we're going to play in a couple of bits. But Julie, I want to give you a chance. So, let everybody know what are some of the challenges that you faced in putting together a web series, and then uh, from all of that, what you've learned to be able to bring this second season, which in and of itself is amazing.
6: Well, of course, the budget, um, time restraints. You know, it's just it's smaller set, it's less money, and we move really fast. Well, we move fast pretty much like folks do, because we're, we're booking out probably. For us, because we shoot with two cameras, we shoot probably about 11, 12 pages a day, which is quite a bit for this show. And um, it's just a much smaller scale. Uh, You know what? You can get some really good people out there who are in the industry and they believe in the project, and they'll jump aboard, and people will lower their rates to help you out, and let's just get it done. And I think Season 2 definitely was that. Everyone just jumped aboard. Let's do it. Dug up,
1: made it happen. Well, you know that one of the things that that everybody seems to to try to understand about this is that it really isn't a simple process. I mean, the the no. products are so great. Uh, I guess it's sort of misleading in having folks think that because they look so wonderful and there's so much talent in it that it mm-hmm. is a, a an easy process.
6: We shot. Um, in nine days, we shot the nine episodes. So it was, oh. it was, it was fast. It was really, really fast.
5: Really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we call
3: fast acting.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you guys
3: were... Everybody was very organized, and, you know, it's very professionally run, and it's an impressive uh, group of people, and I work on a couple of other web series, and this one is, you know, it's really, really... Um, highly produced and very, very organized, and that's um,
5: thanks to Julie and the producers. So uh, yeah, you know what? It's the trickle-down theory. It starts at the top. It starts with Julie and the phenomenal crew, crew that she got together because everybody is really, really talented on both ends of the camera, both sides of the camera, and on top of that, they're really great human beings with big hearts and, and great personalities and a lot of humor and just a lot of love and caring. It makes it really easy. Everybody's got each other's backs, and everybody works really hard. Mm -hmm. It's a family. It really does
6: become a family.
1: We have uh, one caller. We're running short on time, so we're going to quick take this call. We have a call from Jennifer from Maryland. Jennifer, welcome to Soap Central Live.
5: Hi. How is everybody? Groovy. Hi, Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Hi. Uh,
6: Hey, Julie. I know um, you probably don't recognize my. I mean by my first name, but um I was on the set that day, um, for the set visit. Uh-huh. Is this Adam um, Yeah. Hello? Hi, how are you? Good. I just wanted to say I am just really excited that we're finally gonna be able to see the show. It's been a long time. Oh <laughs> um, that's worth the I wait, just... I promise. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So I'm we're just everybody's really excited about it. So I just Aww. wanted to yeah. let well, thank you guys you. know see. She comes to set, and she brings us all kinds of cookies, and she brought us these fabulous little puzzle piece Ooh. cookies when she came to set. It was so sweet.
1: Cookies are tasty. Jen, I want to thank you so much for your call. And, but <laughs> before we, we run out of time, the most important thing, Julie, is to let everyone know how can they tune in and check out Fumbling Through the Pieces. Where do they need to go?
6: We are on YouTube. So if you just okay. go ahead and YouTube, it, punch in Fumbling Through the Pieces, it's spelled T-H-R-U, and then it'll take you to our channel. And then you'll go ahead and you can see that August 15th at 6, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific p- p- Standard Time.
5: Thank God I now know. I know now. <laughs> <Okay>.
6: <laughs> You're not going to so the computer anyway. Really I'm going over, over to Julie's. Julie Tassi,
5: you, kid, and I'm watching it there.
6: <laughs> okay. I just, I just have a question. Did Robin Strasser really just call in?
2: She really did.
6: <laughs> okay, that just made right? my day. I love Robin Strasser. I watched One Life to Live for like 32 years and loved Dorian. That was awesome.
1: Uh, it was very unexpected. I, we have surprise callers on here all the time, but I usually know about them. This is one that I had absolutely no idea.
6: Well, that was that was that's
1: way up there. Was pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> great. It was. Speaking of pretty cool, it was. More than pretty cool to have yeah. you with us for here. Diane, Dale, Julie, I want to thank you so much. And, of course, everybody out there, you need to tune in to Fumbling Through the Pieces when it kicks off its second season on August 15th. If you missed the link or don't know how to navigate the Internet or are afraid of keyboards, apparently. <laughs> uh, Call me. <laughs> we're going to post the links on Twitter and, of course, on our official page at com slash radio. So, Diane, Dale, and Julie, thank you so much for dropping by.
5: Thank, thank you
3: so, you so much. much. Take care. Love
2: you. Mean it.
1: Bye. Bye. As I mentioned, everybody, earlier in the week, I had the chance to speak to Michelle Lee, who is an icon in the world of primetime soaps for her role as Karen McKenzie on Knott's Landing. She wasn't able to be here with us live this week, but she promises to come back in the future and take your calls. Here is just a smidgen of the conversation that she and I had earlier this week. Hope that you guys enjoy it. So take a listen now to my chat with Michelle Lee.
0: I'm fine. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking time out
1: to uh, chat with me. I have to tell you, I was just posting a little something on Twitter last night, late Uh, in the wee hours that I was going to be talking to you, and people went crazy. You're kidding. No. um, You know, everybody wanted to know if they could be in on the conversation and and (laughs) how. I thought, you know, gosh, you guys need to. Well, we could
0: do that at another
1: time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I'm wondering, are you on Twitter? Did you do you get to see all no, the? No, I'm not. I'm Twitterless. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's interesting because I, I think you're going to need to to maybe consider it because there are so many fans out there who went literally went cuckoo.
0: Oh my God. Oh, my God, God, God. Uh, well, that's great. You know, they're my North Atlantic fans probably, right?
1: The, absolutely. Uh, I mean, that yeah. was the first thing. If they could have gotten uh, Karen McKenzie trending, as they say, I think that they would have. And it, like I said, it was – What is that? Oh, you know, it means when people start talking about a lot of stuff on Twitter and there's this – this uh, somehow they know what you're talking about. It <laughs> it gives a top ten <laughs> list. It's like Family Feud where a survey says – uh... They listed, so I'm telling you it was three o'clock in the morning these people would have oh my god. stayed up to try to, to try to make it happen.
0: oh my god, <laughs> so, I love it,
1: so that goes without saying then that there's a lot of excitement about your involvement in the second season of fumbling through the pieces, so uh, I guess folks want to know how did you become involved in the project
0: well <laughs> it's so funny um I was clueless, so to speak, um and uh Julie called at my agent and uh you know, the producer you know Julie mm-hmm. and uh asked if I would like to do it. And I said, uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Just a, wait a minute, hold it. Fumbling through the what and um So, you know, my first inclination was I had absolutely no idea. And, you know, web series, what the hell. If I don't Twitter, I don't web. You know, it's like, hello, over my head. But I shouldn't – this is a little digression, as you'll see I often do. Um, I am – I do know the web. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's that's a plus. And I do – uh, I, and I'm absolutely looking at my computer as we're speaking. I'm totally literate in all those other ways, but Twitterless. Anyway, so I thought, eh, might as well just see what this is about. And I watched some episodes and totally fell in love with, I didn't know Juliet, I fell in love with the actors. The actors are so brilliant in this show. And the characters are, and if you know the show at all, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The characters are so wonderfully drawn that I thought, "Whoa, you know this." Is, it, I just thought it was amazing. And then, of course, when they asked me to play a gay character, I thought, "Hmm, well, I think this is something I'd like to." Oh, I was going to say jump on, but maybe I should rephrase that. <laughs>
1: Oh, gosh, this is going to be a fun interview. I'm liking it already.
0: Oh, God. Well, okay. It was very, it was not very Karen McKenzie of me, but hello. Um, or maybe it was. She was so open-minded, not that she was gay, but, hey, she'd fight for anyone's rights. And, by the way, that's basically what the show is saying. You know, basically, it's um, let's embrace all people and how long could we say it without people you know getting it so um, that's really what turned my head around and I thought okay um, mom is a lesbian and uh, I just I thought it would be fun and uh, I will tell you, it was so much fun that it was hard for me to keep a straight <laughs> face sometimes. I'm telling you, because, well, first of all, um, Diane Delano, you know, who plays mm-hmm. Sarah. Well, there was a scene that we, it's actually in the first episode. There was a scene that she did <laughs> with me that I'm laughing thinking about it. I could not... I could not stop laughing. She just ma- she opens her mouth and I cry with laughter. She's so incredibly funny as this character and also um, Tara, Tara Joyce. Uh, she's the one that plays Barb, who is the psychic, um, <laughs> as well as Ellie's best friend. She's the, the one that's the blonde, hysterically funny. I'm I'm thinking of things you haven't seen yet, so I don't, you know, it's. I don't know how much I should be talking about. Well, well, the the
1: thing that I keep uh, wondering in hearing you talk about this is, do we know if there's going to be a blooper reel? It sounds like you filled the blooper reel already. Oh, honey,
0: (laughs) if you, I got to tell you something. I did do a couple of bloopers, and it was. You have to ask. Well, of course, I don't know if. I don't know if I ever would allow some of this out of uh, a blooper, but yeah, she does. I will tell you, Julie does have. Uh, she does have a blooper reel. Trust me, she has to, because we were so hysterical.
1: Well, you know, this is something that you mentioned that uh, is really a good point for folks who know the internet. They may not be on Twitter, but certainly they'll visit SoapCentral.com to keep up on their favorite soaps, and they may not have decided to check out a web series. They may not understand what they're about. They may not understand why someone would want to sit at the Internet and watch a web series. Uh-huh. It sort of sounds like maybe that was your experience. What do you tell them? What, did, uh, what sort of convinced you? What won you over to make you say, you know what, this is something that maybe is the future. This is something that I want to watch.
0: Well, absolutely. I think that, uh, first of all, it, it is going to be and it will be. The way we will see our shows i mean it just you know i don't i don't have to tell you but for the people you're writing for um there's an explosion of this kind of technology and a new way of entertaining people uh fumbling through the pieces are it's almost like a soap opera because it, 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 it's an installments, and many web series will be that way some web series you know are um regular hour-long or 45 minutes or um, a half hour or whatever but then there's or movies on the web but uh, then there's uh, something like fumbling through the pieces where one episode could be 11 minutes another one could be six minutes and you can choose to watch it when you want to so um, you know at at, at uh, in, in the future or even now, you know, you can watch it on the go, obviously. Uh, you're sitting in a coffee shop and you want to watch, uh, you know, a 10 minute comedy, uh, with your favorite characters. Uh, as, you know, as I fell in love with everyone on fumbling through the pieces. People fumbling through life. And that's why, see, this is something I didn't know. I didn't know from the web series. I didn't quite have you know grasp it yet um and now i know it you know anybody can go on um wherever you know your your series ha- happens to be um and uh look it up i'm fumbling now through my pieces so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's... fumbling through my pieces but on august 15th as you know On YouTube, there you go. You can look it up on YouTube. And some series they'll put on YouTube and other series will be shown in another way. It depends on what kind of situation you have. Um, But I think, you know, so people are ignorant as to... Or a lot of maybe young people know about web series. Certainly, the people that you're writing for do.
1: Well, something else that uh, I was sort of thinking about when I talked about uh, mentioning how people on Twitter were so excited that I was going to be talking to you and that the, they wanted in on the discussion. In doing interviews over the years, I've sometimes found that there are actors and actresses who've played given roles for an extended period of time, and they've sort of become iconic for those roles. And uh-huh. I've heard. Uh, and even certainly something in prime time, like you hear from uh, folks of Gilligan's Island or the Brady Bunch, that uh-huh. they sort of then resent or, or have negative feelings about being known for one big role. Have you ever experienced that?
0: Yes. <laughs> I am Karen McKenzie. <laughs> but you know what? I loved her so much, and um, she is uh that character was so much me and so much of my personality uh because you know what happens they start writing toward the actor and um so it was like when i stopped doing her it was like giving up a little piece of me <laughs>
3: um
0: but you know i've done so much before i did so much before right. knots and after knots that you know Knots goes with me wherever I go, and that's fine i really i I love that, but so many people don't know that my that my whole beginning in this career was in on the musical stage and that I sang and I entertained and I did um many 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 television specials and um i I starred in several Broadway shows and You know, they so that gets me. It does because it's there's a whole separation of who I am. At the same time, I love if someone if I hear Karen, I'll turn around. (laughs) Michelle will turn around. If I hear Karen, it reminds me of a funny story. Um, When Knots was happening, it was so incredible that. it was so well known around, uh, in certain countries, I was gonna say around the world, but we didn't, we, we weren't a big, big hit in, uh, the Sudan. But, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, I don't know. Um but in, uh, France, we were called Cote West. It was in French. West Coast, Cote West. And, um it was very funny because I was in France doing a movie and I was, um in one room and in the other room I hear my voice. And uh, I, I thought, what is this? It was the same cadence, the same whatever. And I go into the other room, and there I am on Knox landing, speaking in French. And the actor had to copy my speech, the the, the cadence of my speech, and the personality of me. And so there I was speaking French. It wasn't me, but it was. But it was. And when I would walk down the street, because it was such a hit, it was on uh, Sunday nights. That is when they're, uh, at dinner time, at around dinner time, their, their favorite shows were on, like, family hour dinner time where people could actually watch TV. And I'd walk down the street in France, and I would hear this. Caroline! And, uh, they were children. Wow. Because, and they loved me because I was the mother figure. You know, I was the good mum, Mom, I was, you know, it was what I represented and what I, and and they would kids, and I would say, how did these kids know me? And they're and they're yelling, yelling, and it was because it was Sundays and it was the the time that the kids were up. So, <laughs> oh. So, God. what do you think
1: people will yell to you on the street now, considering you're the character that you're playing on, fumbling through the pieces?
0: Oh, I could have said something very funny, but I bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no fun. Uh, okay, then. We'll move uh, on. <laughs> no. Uh, no I wasn't going to say anything derogatory, by the way. <laughs> I'm just but, teasing. You know. Uh, oh, gosh. Right.
1: Michelle, I want to thank you so much for taking time out to talk well, to me.
0: thank you, Dan, so much. It really is a pleasure. And with that,
1: we are at the end of today's episode of Soap Central Live. There's actually a lot more from Michelle Lee, but we couldn't fit it. Into today's show. So, we're going to bring that to you in a future episode of Soap Central Live. She talks a little bit about the renewal of interest in primetime soaps. And she also shares with us a look at a web series that she had planned way before its time and the reason why she wasn't able to bring that web series to fruition. It's a very funny story. And for all of you out there, I want to make sure that you tune in to the second season launch. The premiere of Fumbling Through the Pieces, it's Wednesday, August 15th. You can go to FumblingThroughThePieces.com for more information, or you can also find links and additional information on our Twitter page at Soap Central Live. Be sure to follow there. Or you can head over to the official show page of Soap Central Live, and that's at SoapCentral.com slash radio. While you're there, you can also check out other editions of Soap Central Live, interviews with your favorite stars, talking about your favorite soaps. There's more than... 135 hours of material for you to listen to now. You don't have to do it all at once. We're not going to test you. It's also free to do so. You can download the episodes to listen on your computer, on your phone, on your mobile device of any kind. You can also stream them free while you're sitting at your computer or doing housework or anything else around your house. Hope that you enjoy what you've got there, and I hope that you enjoy the show, because we do it every week at the same time, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. So until then, until we meet again, I'm Dan Kroll, signing off on another edition of Soap Central Live.
3: Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel.